0: You're listening to Inside Out. Inside Out with Tim Gilligan is a podcast providing weekly biblical insight to encourage you on your walk with God. What you do day by day takes you to your future. And most of the time, the greatest fruit in your life is cultivated through the small spiritual disciplines you exercise on a consistent basis. This podcast is meant to help you live a life that is happy, stable, fruitful, and blessed. And now, let's get ready for Pastor Tim. Enjoy today's episode.
1: Hello and welcome to Inside Out. So glad you've joined me today for this episode of the podcast. And uh, our whole goal is to consider, week by week, how we are divinely and beautifully designed to live from the inside out. Ultimately, here's the goal, that you're bigger and stronger on the inside than the pressures and the problems on the outside. Hey, if you are joining me uh, again, you've come back to listen. Thank you for doing that. And uh, if you are a first-time listener, welcome to the podcast. I trust that it will be an encouragement with you, and you'll keep coming back as well and be encouraged with the rest of us. Well, the last few episodes, I have been uh, talking about the idea of coming back to the Bible. We have so many things in our day, in our culture, in our world, and in our nature that... Uh, kind of cause us to drift away from God's Word, from the importance of it, from the authority of God's Word in our lives. And uh, it's important that we come back. Otherwise, we tend to do what I call drift. And drift is never good. Um, Drift never takes us to something good. Drift is usually a negative. And uh, the way we stop the drift is very intentional, and we have to be called back and respond to that and intentionally, with effort, come back. And so I believe God is calling us back to His Word. And you may want to go back and listen to the last few episodes. Every episode is only like 10 to 12 minutes at the most, and uh, I want to keep them short and sweet and uh, loaded with content that would keep us encouraged. Um, I want to read to you from Psalm 19 verse 11, it says the instructions of the Lord, and let me point this out. We're going to see some words like the instructions, the decrees, the commandments, uh, the laws, and so forth. All of those reference God's word. So keep that in mind. The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart, The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. And get this, they are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. So, the psalmist said, by them, your servant is warned. By your word, the servant, your servant is warned. In the Old Testament Hebrew, that word warned means to give light, to send out light, to warn, to caution about, to instruct, to teach. So God's word actually serves as like lights or headlights to warn us by helping us to see and helping us to see what might be coming up. In Psalm 119, verse 105, David writes, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And then in Proverbs 6:23, it says, For the commandment is a lamp and the law is a light. Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. So much of any teaching, no matter what it is, is warning. Um, you're taking golf lessons, you're studying to be a surgeon, um, your mom's teaching you to cook, whatever it would be, Um, any teaching, any instruction has warning as a part of it. Don't do this. Make sure you never do this. Make sure that you always do this. Watch out for this. And so the teaching, the instruction actually includes warnings. Um, The warnings show us what makes it work And the warnings would show what might really mess it up or wreck it. So warnings actually are to preserve you. They're to preserve your life, your soul, your relationships, the path that you're on. In Psalm 17, verse 4, it says, By the word of your lips, I have kept away from the paths of the destroyer. So where do you think the paths of the destroyer, where's that going to take you? What's that going to do in your life? It's going to bring destruction and destroy you so we're warned and by the warning of the words of God's lips his word we keep away from the paths of the destroyer so ultimately any warnings from God that's actually his love it's actually his mercy because he loves us so much he's saying don't don't do this be careful of this avoid this run away from this and the warnings of God lead to prevention and prevention is better than rescue or repair. Hear it again. Warnings lead to prevention and prevention is better than rescue or repair. So you have warning signs, you know, caution, rip currents, uh, don't feed the gorillas, uh, last chance, last exit for gas for 200 miles, uh, maximum speed 15 miles an hour on this curve. Um on and on, you know we have these warning signs. Um, <laughs> a number of years ago, I was cutting something and uh fixing something and and using my knife and as i was cutting, I could hear the words of my dad from when I was a kid. And he said, always cut away from yourself. Well, as I am doing this, I can hear those words, cut away from yourself. Guess what I was doing? I was cutting toward myself. You know, the result of that is 17 stitches on my finger. And so, you know, we've got to heed the warnings. Don't just read the warnings, heed the warnings. Back to Psalm 19 in verse 11, It says, they, God's word, are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. And so these warnings help us. Again, they give us light. They help us to see. They instruct us and they teach us. And so the warnings of God, the instructions of God, they're not just the don'ts. They're also the do's. Note it says that by them your servant is warned. That means, you know... I'm a worshiper. I'm following you. I'm a servant. I'm letting you be boss. I'm accepting you, God, as God, and I'm accepting the authority of your scripture that that's what's right, and that's what I need to heed. Back in Psalm 1911, it says, and in keeping them, there is great reward. Again, in the Old Testament Hebrew, great reward means the end, the wages, the results. Literally, by keeping God's word, things end well. Well, the inverse of that is true, too. If you ignore or you don't uh, obey God's word, it's not going to end well. Proverbs 14, 12 says there's a way that seems right, but it ends really, really bad. And we need warnings in our life. We really do. And the warnings that we need for life, and it's not nagging. It's not bossiness. It's God's mercy. It's God's love that he's warning us. Don't do that. Turn away from that. Um, uh Always do this. Never do that. And it's not do's and don'ts. It's his love. It's his mercy. He's showing us. He's telling us what gives life. And he's showing us and warning us what takes life away. And the warnings found in the Bible will save your life and enrich your life and help it to go right and to end well. And so we've got to give God's word first and final authority. And listen, if you don't read God's word, if you don't listen to God's word, you're going to miss the warnings. And so, do you see why the enemy of your soul wants to keep you from from the Bible, to keep you from reading it, to keep you away from it? Because then you miss the warnings. And then, you know, God is trying to coach you against this enemy opponent. And um, the devil wants you to not hear it, not see it, not read it. The Bible warns us, the, Bible's, the Bible instructs us, and we need to let it. It is God's word. It is God speaking to you because he loves you, and it is God speaking to you because he knows best. Listen, if you knew what God knows, if you could see what God sees, and if you knew just how much God loves you, you would do what God says. There's your warnings. There's your instructions because he loves you and cares for you. In Deuteronomy 5, 29, it says, Oh, that they had such a heart in them that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments so that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Don't know about you, but I want things to go well with me. And boy, do I want things to go well with my children and my grandchildren. So have a heart. Have the heart to revere, to honor, to keep God's words, So things that will go well with you and with your children after you. Heed the warnings. Read the warnings. There's a story of an American minister and uh, his wife, and they went to England. And they were crossing traffic. And uh, let me just remind you, traffic is reversed. It's going the other way. And uh, so they're crossing over the street, and they made it out to the median. And then just by habit, um, the gentleman looked to the right and saw that it was all clear. And he started to step out. And his wife called out to him in a voice that just meant, stop. She said, Johnny. And it was a warning. Just stop, stop. And he stopped at the warning. And a car passed just inches in front of him going about 40 miles an hour. If she had not warned him or if he had not listened to the warning, he would have been dead or severely injured. And the Bible's calling out to me today, Tim. The Bible's calling out to you today. Whatever your name would be, it's calling out to you to save your life and to save your relationships and to save your path and instruct you and to light up the path so that you can take good steps and make your way all the way so that things will go well with you, things will end well with you. There's warnings, life-giving, life-saving words from God's Word, and by them, by obeying them, your servant not only is warned, but has great reward. I I hope you'll really think about this. I, I know I have been. And uh, so think about this. Get into God's Word today and uh, let it warn you. Let it instruct you. Let it be a light to your path. Well, hey, thank you for joining me again for Inside Out. And uh, I pray that you'll be thinking about this. I pray that you will be encouraged And until the next time, have a great week. God bless you, and we'll see you the next time.
0: Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Inside Out. If this content has been helpful to you, it would mean a lot if you'd leave a review or share this with others on social media. For more teachings and resources, you can visit Meadowbrook Church online at mbcocala.com. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you can send an email to podcast at mbcocala.org. That's all for today. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Out with Tim Gilligan.